0: That sound is the hubbub of an awful lot of slightly excited people who, just like me, have boarded the P&O Ferries Pride of Canterbury. I don't know where they're going, but we're excited because we're going to the 2016 Le Mans 24 hours and you're coming with us. Hello, welcome to Gareth Jones on Speed, en route to the 2016 Le Mans 24 Hours. Joining me for this trip this year is the ever-present Zog. Zog Hello. how many Le Mans is this for you, do you know? I think it's, is it seven?
1: Yeah, not quite sure. I'm going to have to go and look at some ticket stubs and look at calendars. You've kept all that paraphernalia, I hope. I'm not very good at throwing stuff away.
0: (laughs) Our first race is what, 2003 we think, yeah? 2002 or 2003. Right. One or the other, not too sure. And over the years, we've brought a number of people with us to come and see this glorious race, most of whom haven't been before, but we have got a returnee this year, because you may remember in last year's coverage, we were joined by Zonk's great mate, Stevie Sackin. Steve, welcome back to Le Mans. Why, thank you. And you're back back for more. Oh yes. Why? I couldn't resist it. I was drawn after last year. I was completely hooked on it and when Zog said that you were coming back, I had no choice. Drawn. Correct. There is no choice. If you're offered, you just have to go. What is it you're here to see this year? Any particular car driver? All sorts. I'm very excited by Ford. Yeah. I'm excited by some of the slightly unusual drivers, Chris Hoy racing, Um, Fabien Barthez. A French goalkeeper. So there's some very interesting personalities. I um, want to see how they get on. And wonderful to have your personality with us again, Stevie. It really is. Also joining us for the trip this year, a Le Mans virgin. My great mate, Damien Sung. Hey, dames! Boom! <laughs> Boom! You're not a motorsport fan, are you? But you have some knowledge of the Le Mans 24 from a project you worked on last year. Tell us about that.
2: I hate (laughs) motorsport. I find it terribly boring. It's also technical and silly but I... Wanted to spend some time with my good and very funny friend Gareth Jones. And that's why I'm here. <laughs> Race to Twenty Four was an absolute debacle that happened last year. I don't really want to talk about it. It was very, very silly. Okay. But the last time I went to a motorsport event was probably 1986 in Silverstone for the Grand Prix, where I think I saw Nigel Mansell win. Yeah. I mean, it's very noisy. That's why I like it. That's probably the only thing I like about it. The noise.
0: I remember but- you went to Santa Pod. A couple of years ago to see some drag racing. Oh, yeah, that was
2: very noisy. And the
0: way that you described (laughs) being at Santa Pod was fantastic.
2: Yeah, well, that's just noise. They just turn the cars on and they make a noise, and it's all over in about three seconds. But there was a jet car there, and that thing was insane. Because most of the races were kind of like three, two, one, (laughs) and it was over. But this thing was three, two, one, and it was you're ready for this, the level's gonna peak. It was.
0: and it was done. (laughs) That was it. Couldn't give me more time to take the headphones off. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to love the noise at Le Mans which starts very soon because we've just crossed into Pays de la Loire is that how you say it? And we are something like 40 minutes away 22 miles from Le Circuit de la Save. and the journey has been very pleasant. We've come in a sort of vehicle which I think is perfect for taking a large number of people to Le Mans, but not your first choice of vehicles. You've been driving this. Tell us what it is. Yeah, uh,
1: Nissan Navarro. And cards on the table, full disclosure, I just hate this kind of vehicle. I hate big cab pickups. They just don't float my boat at all. It's the kind of vehicle that makes a very clear statement, and that statement is, I'm in the building trade, get out of my way. You know, it's... (laughs) that said i've got to say you know, it fits us and our stuff you know the four of us and all the gear we got, absolutely perfectly i cannot fault it on that front
0: it's quite a big ask to find a vehicle that will accommodate four strapping individuals and all our camping gear and really a pickup is one of the few things that's going to have enough room in the back for everything it's the second pickup i've driven in the last year i drove the EW Amarok last year but I didn't have a sort of a top box over the load bay before we've got one on this which is increase the amount of stuff that you can get on board exponentially almost doubling it actually and it's great it all goes in there and this looks like it could be a very wet Le Mans. so loading a pickup is really easy when you've got a lot of space and you haven't got to play that real-world Tetris game of getting all your camping gear back in the car you can just load it quickly if it's raining oh yeah the load capacity
1: it's a star. I have noticed one small issue with it though, as yeah. we just made a little stop and we just hit the road again with our coffees. Surprising in a modern vehicle, it could do with more cupholders, you know? There are Which two up front, yeah, Yeah, there are two kind of cupholders in the middle there, yeah. but doubling up as you know, uh, keys. storage for keys and stuff.
0: But Have you got a, no. a cupholder in the back there? No, no. In your no. door, you'll find in your door, no. so is there a pocket? No? no? No. Okay. Okay. So, loses points. The Navara, which is a world car from Nissan, sells all over the world. If they're going to sell this in America, I bet the American version's got additional cup holders somehow. Surely. Well, I wonder. But would you put cup holders on the American version and not on the European version? Mm, really? Good question. This vehicle has got a 2.3-liter twin-turbo direct-injection four, which is not a racing engine. As you know, the qualification for any car we drive to Le Mans in is that it's a mark that's either raced or won at Le Mans. And Nissan, of course, were at Le Mans last year in LMP1. They are basically de facto engine supplier for LMP2. So we're supporting LMP2. Fair enough. Also, the focus is on LMP1 because we love it, and on GTE because, well, we've got Ford Ford. back. Yeah. And Aston Martin. So we've got a great race to look forward to. We're hoping to get the tent up before it goes dark, and we've got to eat before dark and make 11 o'clock qualifying tonight. Yeah, so we've got a lot to get through, so. uh, I want to know why
1: you keep coming back. Well, in a couple of days, you'll be able to tell us yourself.
0: You will have had the full experience, you will know. And I will ask you at the end of this, trip, Damien, I'll ask you one question. Do you think you need to come again next year? And I'll be very <laughs> interested to hear what your answer. <laughs> also, one other thing, Damien is amongst many things, a programme maker, a blogger, and you're vlogging. What's your YouTube channel called, Damien? Damsung. D-A-M-N S-U-N-G. Damsung. So if you want to see Damien's vlog of this trip, go to Damsung on YouTube. And I'm going to press on because we've got to make it before dark I'm at the wheel again we've got a two driver team for this so you've done your stints, I did the early stints. yep I'm getting us across the line last into the line yeah absolutely yep. yeah taking us home nearly there stay with us this is Le Mans 2016 with Gareth Jones on speed a powerful combination of audio for you the sound of grasshoppers crickling away and the sound of world endurance championship cars blasting around the circuit it is 11:30 local time we got the tent pitched of course the heavens opened the second that we arrived and started pitching the tent and i'm now trudging through a wet campsite up to the time i take to record this from the tent to our viewing position. We are right next to the track, as always, here at the Porsche Curves campsite at Le Mans, thanks to travel destinations. And what's this? A GTE. Have a listen. That was the Ritzy Competition Ferrari followed by one of the new closed LMP2 cars, This is Damien's first experience of Le Mans. You may have heard him mention earlier on that he was involved in something called Race to 24, a project a year ago, a proposed TV series about the World Endurance Championship, one particular team, which never happened, but he worked very closely on it. And Damien got to go to Paul Ricard that, of course, for the prologue last year. So he's heard and seen the cars very close up. So he's just making his way out. He's Zog in the darkness. Hey Z, All right? Here they are. First look at the more 2016. Yeah, uh, it's always a great thing, isn't it? that. To see at the moment because the yeah, cars are cars are backlit at this point here we can't yeah, identify of, them. Uh, the mist that they're driving through—it's a little yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's damp, obviously. There's a lot of spray, and that's because uh, it's backlit, just obscuring the cars slightly. What an image! Now I can't stay here long because I put a curry on in our tent, and I have to go and check that it's not burning or boiling over. very important. So you watch the cars. I'm going to go and check the curry. wasn't the curry, that great farty noise, of course. Can you hear the wet underfoot? Oh, oh, oh. I nearly fell, because I am wearing Crocs, I'm ashamed to say, at this stage, because I've just been in the tent. And I shouldn't really attempt to walk up there in Crocs. I can see Damien and Stevie. Stevie, hello. They're out. Why? Oh, hey. They're out there, the cars. I can't hear them. Uh, what? I'm going to check on the curry. I do this every year. I make a homemade paneer and I cook it at home and then freeze it and then defrost it in a pan when we get here. And we have home-cooked Gareth Jones veggie curry for four, which, if only you could see this now, it's beautiful. I'm actually stirring it on out. Two little rings that we've got going here. The kettle is boiling good. Right, I'm going to feed us and I'm going to perhaps watch a bit more qualifying in a minute. But I'm going to keep this moving. But yeah, Gareth Jones on speed, settled at Le Mans. Brilliant.
1: Gareth Jones on speed. I'm sure if got look at making those
2: cars look good. Um, yes, yeah, but they're unaffordable, aren't they? The yeah. early ones are at least yeah, but that's, affordable. you know,
0: you join us they, they for a little establish- post-dinner we, conversation. Matter, no uh, we've just sat down inside yeah, the well tent they did, they whilst they the end of qualifying they happened, they're new all around us, and, and Damien, who is well, not as knowledgeable about motorsport as Zog is, is, realize, is asking some really yeah, great questions, and Zog is attempting to answer. So, at the moment, the conversation is...
2: Hybrids you Do you mind not
0: swearing on the podcast, please? Sorry. Thank you very much. We <laughs> can bleep it out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, What's the topic of conversation at the moment, boys? Well,
2: I know I was just yeah. asking about what the, all the Vs mean. Yeah. Us, and then I was wondering what the equivalent of Vs is in electric engines. And then we got on to, isn't it about time we just move over to electric engines because internal stupid explosions are pointless and stupid. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And now we're talking about, well, Zog was we talking about? pointing out how quickly... The take up of electric cars is happening now.
1: Yeah. In tandem with the move to self driving vehicles as well. we'll, we'll Although, if anything, yeah. that's happening quickly. Yeah.
2: It seems to me that we should have probably moved over to electric cars a long time ago. But you still we
1: weren't ready then. But there are some very good practical we reasons why we've relied on fossil fuel for, for over 100 years, why we've taken so much, why we've done so self- much fossil fuel. There was. Load of it in the ground. It's been pretty easy mm. to get at. It has a huge energy density. You know, if you want to carry around 20 pounds of something, can give you a lot of energy. You're better off carrying around 20 pounds of petrol or diesel and blowing it up in a controlled way than you are carrying around 20 pounds of batteries.
2: Yeah, but that's fine. But they're noisy. They're smelly. Yeah, but like aren't cheap. cheap. Noisy and smelly. We're if an enlightened you're... society now, aren't we? Yeah, we are now. But we are.
1: a very rich, we are. a very comfortable, rich, privileged society because yeah. we are been able to use this cheap energy we've had cheap transport really cheap transport really cheap energy and it's driven our economies and it's done so much for us unfortunately it has its downsides but you know it has done a lot for us and there are pretty solid reasons to do with physics and engineering we would have better batteries by now if we'd only been relying on electric vehicles since the first cars
2: appeared that's what we'd have better batteries by now i guess that's what it's come down to is batteries isn't it how do, saying, yeah. Yeah. Say, how do we get good batteries? And
0: not only how do we get good batteries, how we charge them as well. We've learned a great deal from mobile phones and yeah, how to get right. the best performance out of the best kind of battery. Yeah. And Tesla is a great example of that. The first Tesla was basically 2,000 mobile phone batteries in a Lotus Elise. You know, the, the oh, really? fundamental rethinking of what we do. Listen, we're probably going to talk into the night. You might like to join us for some more Le Mans action tomorrow. But for the moment, from Zog... Cheers, from Stevie. We're listening Cheers. very quietly on the was, age there. No, I was intently listening. Good. Don't stop recording now. Uh, hey, you've got to leave them wanting, and there'll be more tomorrow. <laughs> That's what the editing process is for. Edit, it I just take out the swear words. Yeah, yeah. From Damien. Hello, but goodbye. Yeah, and okay. me, Gareth. We'll see you for some more on speed at La Mom, which happens sooner than you think.
2: other people like Brian Cox working that out.
1: I can't remember the f- exact figures for the efficiency, but... If you do electrolysis, I, I
0: said uh, there'd be more from here,
1: forty or fifty percent, and it would be a bit sooner than you so imagined.
0: So um, here it is. Just that the conversation between Daza and Zog see, so has been very amusing. Yeah, so you, I thought you might know. like to hear it. He's asking when, about the fundamentals of the electric car the and the hydrogen fuel sort of cell car. Zog's explaining. This yeah. is very good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then decompressing yeah. it again, you lose more energy so, yeah. in that yeah. process. It's a future technology,
2: basically, isn't well, it? <laughs> that we need that needs refining to make. It you useful. need to be able to make the hydrogen efficiently enough. Like you're saying, hydrogen's coming down in price. Fine, yep. but batteries are getting better, yep. getting more efficient. So why would we want hydrogen fuel cells over like better batteries and stuff? There are advantages. They're ultimately filling. A hydrogen yeah, but fuel- isn't that getting quicker as well? Like you're saying with these yeah, but there are, and are
0: sure. limits, and you can make hydrogen locally as well. At these filling stations, they would. Harness green electricity from renewables. Is that the, we're, we're, the tent is, is weeping. We're in the tent. We are dripping slightly. Yeah, we we'll need yeah, to wipe yeah. that. That seep through somehow. Oh dear. You make your hydrogen by splitting water. Uh, the electricity that you use to make that can come from renewables or oh, nuclear. Okay. Yeah. rather than using Earth's resources. What do they they thought, you, Star Trek? You can also do... Good question. You can also make
1: hydrogen from... Uh, uh, you can make it from seawater. Well, that would be the same electrolysis process. You can also make it... If you take natural gas and water, I think you use steam and hydrocarbons, and you can do a catalytic reaction with
2: water and um, hydrocarbons would it be better if cars round and you could attach attachment to your penis when you go in the car it would, it would you off while you're driving which would also be a bonus but then you could power your car on. well I think there should is a, a research committee looking into that's that
0: because
2: that's where we should be
0: spending our science money ask yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Cock um, to bring the conversation back to where we were the hydrogen fuel cell car Mm. is slightly lighter than a battery electric car you're lugging less stuff around it makes it more efficient Mm. in that way so there are advantages there
1: Yeah, energy density, power density
0: we will need to be able to make the hydrogen from renewable resources but we've got to do that anyway and if we want personal mobility as we call it in the future because the car is only part of that vision of how transport will evolve in the future—we're going to have to get around somehow. And we, when the oil runs out, or when it's too expensive, or it's just too dirty to use, we're going to have to shift to some other way of doing it. And yeah. we're very close now, aren't we, Zuck?
1: But well, yeah, we're seeing the transition happening now to electric vehicles. Um, that's just going to continue. We I like them. We can't carry on burning oil forever.
0: They yeah. seem like a
2: brilliant idea to me. Yeah, all but of them. I think, uh, one of the things we were talking about earlier. The, one of the problems, I think, prior to the Tesla, was they didn't look cool. Yep. Tesla made them look cool. Yep. I think that's then resulted in people like BMW realising, oh, right, actually, if they do look cool, then people might buy them.
1: Yeah, although they would have ended up going that way anyway. You know, the, the numbers and the, but, you know, the technology... But would they have done? Because, because well,
2: you were likening Tesla to Apple. Yep. That's what Apple did, it made computers cool. Yep. So everyone wanted one. And it was no longer for businesses that had to do sh- accounting suddenly everyone realized that they wanted one of these things mm-hmm. so it takes people like tesla to prove that they can be desirable the, the, as well as just a future technology that's interesting and maybe not as efficient yet they are actually cool well thought so through but they have no interest in
1: maintaining an existing technology they don't have anything invested Mm. You know they don't. They haven't spent totally new tens of millions of dollars on. They you know, don't have
2: a, a business to This production line yeah. to
1: produce this yeah. kind of internal combustion engine that is also uses yeah. a lot of components. If they're starting from scratch, they can do it how they like, rather than mm-hmm. have to be mm. evolutionary, They can yeah. be
0: revolutionary. What it's done though, Desert, is force the conventional car manufacturers who are around to try and do what Tesla do Mm. no one's had a go up to now Mm. Audi are going to be one of the first Mm. VW in a very interesting position because they got in trouble over Mm. the emissions from their diesel engines so to sort of relaunch the company and sort of steer themselves away as far as they possibly can Mm. from that culture they're suddenly investing in electric cars and and now you're seeing some of that money a lot of it actually racing on that circuit of the Porsche curves less than 100 yards from where our tent is pitched at the moment Mm. both the Porsche and the Audi with their energy recovery systems and the batteries that they're using, yeah. all that technology will go straight back into VW cars. This is not just yeah. an advertising project. Are there, are there any yes, purely electric cars going around Le Mans? Not this year, but it has happened. It has happened. The z it was called, two years ago, the yeah. Nissan z right. was the first car to complete a lap during the Le Mans weekend running purely on electric power. It wasn't during the race, it was during okay. practice. It
1: was a hybrid vehicle, that you could up it an engine, and electric and it was rolling during the race yeah. as a hybrid vehicle but just to make the point they did yeah. a lap on just electric
2: car yeah. alright earlier you asked me mm-hmm. about whether I want to come back yeah and I'm gonna give you a running commentary on that. Okay, okay, so yeah. this is but the you're not just look, gonna ask me the different intervals. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. okay.
0: Damien, are you going to come right. back to Le Mans next year? Right now. Okay, and yeah. this is and let's let's describe this. This is now check your watch. Twenty to one in the morning. Which is it's been only three hours. Yeah. In the tent. Yeah. At the Porsche Camp campsite, less than twenty yards away from yeah. the circuit, we're would you say? Very yeah. wet. Yeah.
2: We've had some food I've been up to see the racetrack Which was actually quite beautiful like In the wet as the cars come round They leave this trail of smoke Well not smoke but water vapour But it looks like smoke coming out of the back and It was quite beautiful But At the moment yeah. There is only one way cause I like how people bring funny little cars Like old ones and new ones And cool ones and uncool ones But it's all really nice seeing these people turn up in these mm. funny cars so, right now, the only way you could get me to come to Le Mans next year... Is? If we can come in a specific
0: car. Okay, yeah! He's got it. He's got it, Zog. He's and got he's the bug. He's got a particular thing. But coming to Le Mans, the beautiful thing about Le Mans is you don't come and watch a race. You actually take part yeah, in exactly. an event yeah, by yeah, contributing, yeah. by coming in something yeah. interesting or appropriate. And there's only one vehicle I want
2: to roll into. Into uh, Le Mans. In the next year. And does it have a connection with the race? Do you know? it should do if it hasn't what is it it has a connection to Formula 1 what's the car we are turning up next year in the Nimrod
0: oh the Aston Martin Group C was it endurance car of what period was this 80 is that right (laughs) forgive me this is just off the back of my head I I will look into that but yeah that's a if you can get a Nimrod I'm here next year (laughs) it's a very Le Mans car (laughs) You've yeah. been listening to Gareth Jones on Speed First episode from Le Monde 2016. From Stevie Sacking. Stevie, how are you doing over there? I'm very fine. I'm enjoying the conversation. Yeah, yeah, it will continue, but we can't let these poor people <laughs> listen to every word we say, because you wouldn't thank us. So from Zog, say goodnight Zog. Good night. From Damien, say goodnight Damien. Hello, goodbye, good night. <laughs> very good I'm Gareth see you for some more on speed from Le Mans hey we've got an awful lot more to do the race hasn't even started yet and we're going to leave you with a tune here's another one from 10 years on speed live this is the on speed band playing appropriately enough 24 hours of racing